Hi, I'm Forrest Griffin. Brian Carraway. And Lisa Tate. What's up, guys? This is Joseph Benavidez, UFC Flyweight. Hi, this is Greg Jackson, and you're listening to It's MMA Zing, and that is an amazing pun. Get it? Like MMA, but amazing? I'm amazing. Radio. Welcome to It's M Amazing Radio. I am your host, Dr. Law. And as a great man once said, your time is up, my time is now. You can't see me, my time is now. It's the franchise, boy, I'm shining now. You can't see me, my time is now. Also joining me this week, second place. Not bad, not bad, Lavender Gooms. <sighs> two out of three two out of the last three years i've come in second place by one win oh yeah folks if you don't know what we're talking about here we're talking about our yearly standings and picking fights and it was a nail biter but first place is your boy i came in shout out to Derek lewis black beast in this hoe make guaranteeing by making sure i won it came down to the last fight but and and you know what bobby um actually fine with this this one isn't as heartbreaking as chris cyborg amanda nunez because i thought that was just in the bag right this one i had to pick chris Dawkins because i knew you guys were going to pick Derek lewis i thought Derek lewis was going to win this fight but i knew i had to be the contrarian going into this and to have any chance to actually win outright so here's the thing buddy you turns out you didn't have to pick Chris, Chris Daukas because you got healthy on that Bilal Muhammad pick. And Mark took Chris. Mark went a clean 0 for 3 this weekend. And what you did, though, while picking Chris Daukas is you picked a white cop to beat a black man <laughs> in a cage fight. How dare you in 2021, my friend? How dare you? Yo, man. <laughs> black, black Lives Matter. All that. But I'm trying to win. I'm trying Dude, to win. Dude, the tiebreaker would have come up. The tiebreaker would have came up. And I know you wouldn't yeah, have, you yeah. wouldn't have, you wouldn't have picked by decision if you picked Derek Lewis, though. We know that too. If, you if I, yeah, yeah. You might have picked if, No, the, the whole thing would have rested on the tiebreaker. Because you know we'd have picked you would have picked Derek Lewis with some early stoppage. And like, let me tell you, man, I picked second round, three minutes in for Derek for that fight to yeah, end. I, I, <laughs> if I had picked Derek Lewis, I probably would have picked the first round. Yeah, you would have won. <laughs> I, I didn't I didn't want to leave it to a tiebreaker. You know? Like oh, that's, that's it. okay. No, you didn't think you didn't think Bilal Muhammad was really going to win. I mean, let's talk. We'll talk about that shortly. Shout yeah, out to I, Bilal Muhammad. <laughs> I did pick. I did pick up pretty much all of my picks. Like, fuck it, let's just get wild. Let's see what happens. I mean, you went two and one. I went two and one. Mark went zero oh and three. Um, yeah, but Mark's won this before. Like, Mark's Mark's a two time champ. We're in the two time champ club. Mark is Gucci. Yeah, yeah Mark, he, we got two championships he, over here. Me and Mark. <laughs> oh, go fuck yourselves. Got two rings. All right. Stefan got one ring. Stefan got that Amanda Nunes beat Cyborg ring. Really? That's it all rested on that. <laughs> it's interesting. I won. The first year I won, I know I beat Stefan by one win also. And it was by a bad decision. I remember too. <laughs> I remember thinking like, I didn't deserve that one. <laughs> I, I will say like now having lost uh, twice the, ch the overall championship by one win each. Yo, man. You think of all of those times where it's like, why did I make that pick like throughout the year? Uh -huh. 
where you're like, yo, just just one one win. All right. If I hadn't gotten wild that like, let's say that one time and I don't know, picked the Diaz brother when I shouldn't have, or you know, picked him my I shouldn't have picked him my heart, like you know, like, I would have won. God damn it! By the way, I, ladies and gentlemen, I hate all of this. We, we're we're going to talk about um, the star of the weekend, which wasn't Jake Paul. Diaz. I'm it was sure. it was Nate Diaz going viral, <laughs> <laughs> scaring a man and spilling his drink in the air like it was a cartoon, <laughs> folks. Like it was like it was like he had a hundred and twenty. He had like a Slurpee sized soda. Okay. <laughs> And I'm not sure if people didn't see this. My words aren't going to do it justice. Um, by the way, there's no Mark. There's no UFC cards coming up. This is the podcast for the next month, folks. It's just going to be us bullshitting. Um, so Nate Diaz left that Jake Paul and uh, uh, Tyron Woodley fight a little early. And as he was leaving, he had words with a young man, with a, with a man. Um, now to give it a bit more, uh, to get a bit more color, it wasn't just a random dude. No, with I, I was about to say who he was. Yeah, it's Carice yeah. Archer, a sh- two and five MMA fighter, two and six so MMA not, fighter. So not good. He's not also good. a um, he's also a bare knuckle fighter. He's a member of the Team Body Shop in Southern California, which is AJ McKee's team. But I guess I guess maybe somebody from their team was who was fighting Chris Avila from Nate's team, and they had a pre-fight conversation. Did Chris win? Do we? I think he did, right? Chris Avila won because they were talking like. Oh, dude, you think I watched this? Oh yeah, okay. I mean, I'm, I'm gonna talk to the part. I mean, I, I know I, I I watched the part where Jake Shields got his feelings hurt. We're gonna talk about that a little bit later. Um, I did. I like here. Here are the things I saw from the Jake Paul thing. I saw Tyron Woodley get put to sleep. Uh huh. Uh, but that only takes about six seconds. Uh-huh. I saw. I saw that clip. I saw that clip uh-huh. on James Shields with the crickets, mm. and then I saw Nate Diaz scare some dude out of about forty-eight ounces of soda. Dude, it, real talk, it looked bigger than forty-eight ounces. It looked like he was carrying a two-liter bottle of soda. Okay, so Nate, like, like, like kind of like you know, like if you're gonna actually gonna hit somebody, you know, like what's up? And like he like went towards him, and this dude didn't just flinch. This dude. Threw his drink in the air and did like a fucking like a pratfall almost like it just went flying. Okay, <laughs> and I think this man has taken the wrong approach to this because he's real unhappy, and he called Nate Diaz a certified female dog, which I mean we understand what you're doing there, sir. You're calling him a bitch. Understood. And he called and he, him a fake gangster as well. Fake gangster. Look, this was real funny. If I'm him, I would have leaned into it. Like, sell some merch with yourself. Like, do like what Hendo did with the fucking make it your logo. Make you throwing your drink in the air the logo for your shorts. <laughs> Look, nobody knew who the fuck this guy was before, Mike. He could do it, make it his shoey. When he leaves the fights after he wins or loses, he just throws his drink in the air, like chaotically. So, what you're saying is that let's say he, he works his way up from a two and six record to let's say a solid six and six record, yeah. right? You know, it's four four fight win streak. That's not bad. Six yeah. and six. Let's say he gets on the prelims for Bellator. Yeah. So, do you think that Marvel Nalo is this still Marvel Nalo doing a Bellator? I don't. Mm, he does Showtime, and they have a relationship with Bellator. So, yeah, he'll do it. He'll do the big shows right. at least. So let's assume it's Marvel Nalo. So Marvel Nalo is calling this guy's fight. Yeah. Uh, what's his name? Chris Azizi. Car- or some Carice shit? Archer. 
Carice, Carice Archer, six and six. Nate Diaz once punked him out of his big goal. <laughs> I don't know. That's not Mama what I want to be. Mia, the Diet Pepsi goes flying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. But, this but no was... joke. No joke. Before I sent you guys that video yesterday, I must have lost it a solid. The best part is times, Na- and Dana I lost it White. Solid Twenty times after that, Dana White posted it on Instagram. Dana White was laughing his ass off at him. <laughs> um, that was amazing. Sounds like Nate and Dustin both want to fight, and Dana said, "Oh, it actually, sounds like a good idea. We should do that." And I think that's a good idea too. Quite frankly, I yeah, would love I mean, to see that fight. I think Dustin that, probably wins, but Dustin just Dustin just lost, and you know. That hey, Dustin, to happen Dustin doesn't want to fight at 55 ago. anymore, he said. Uh, yeah, anyway. That was too much for him. Yeah, and, you know, Nate is... Fuck it, Nate will fight at 170. Nate's six foot tall. Nate, make it, <laughs> making 155 is always wild to me. Nate at 155. Yeah, I, I, I don't think Nate wants to fight at 155 either. Nate, um, wants to fight, Nate will fight at heavyweight if you give him enough money. That is also true as I well. Saw, I saw a video of Nate punking uh, Brendan Schaub out. And uh, it was like from months but, ago. How did he sell, say to Brendan Schaub? Which, you know, bravo to him because... Fuck that guy. Oh, Brendan but. said something, and then Brendan had to, like, walk away. Like, he was... It did not look... Brendan Schaub is taking L's just, like, constantly. Like, he... Just constantly. I was gonna say it's not... It's, I'm starting to feel bad for him, but I'm not. Because it's real funny, still. <laughs> it's, like, real funny. Brendan Schaub lost me. I was... I enjoyed Brendan Schaub's shtick, I would say. Up until I just realized how much he was just trying to bully uh, Ariel Hawani. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um. Anyway, yeah, Mike, we're all good. I got nothing. Um. So, uh, going forward here, um, Nate, Dustin seems like the way to go. The rest of the, the other things that happened on this show, let's talk about it real quickly. Jake Shields took a picture of Ariel Hawani wearing a mask and then said, "Um, oh, thank you for protecting us all, Ariel. The only person wearing a mask." And then Ariel's like. Told it, went up to him and said, hey, man, they, I, they told me to wear a mask for Showtime. Uh, Jay, uh, Jake, to, to no one's surprise, is an anti-vaxxer. Um, and then Ariel made fun of him and said, said the best part of the evening was for him was when they showed Jake Shields on the big screen and there was crickets. Nobody said a fucking word, word at all. So, I mean, where that fight was in Vegas, was it? I mean, Jake has not been... I mean, I, I, I say, I mean, look, putting aside his dumbassery... Jake's an excellent fighter, but Jake hasn't been a relevant MMA fighter probably since 2012. Yeah, and and unless 13 maybe, un- unless this fight was going on in like you know Northern California, I mean, why would anyone really care who Jake Shields is? I mean, he did. I mean, he banned. I mean, technically, Jake Shields sold out the Rogers Center with GSP. No, <laughs> you and me could have sold out the Rogers Center, huh? With GSP. That's right. <laughs> GSP versus these two law students. Let's go. <laughs> we tried to go to that fight card, and then all the Canadians bought the entire arena worth of tickets on the pre-sale, and we're it, like, I guess we're not going to Toronto. <laughs> those tickets went very quickly. We're like, okay, we're, we're oh oh resale oh five times face. Oh, we're good. We'll we'll stay at home. Um. So, um, in other MMA news, uh, Tyron Woodley. Took this fight on two weeks' notice. Give the man his credit there. That boy can hit, man. Jake Jake Paul can hit. Like, that was a yeah. clean shot. That wasn't like Tyron's got a bad chin. Like, he got walloped. 
I I know nothing about advanced boxing boxing skills by any stretch. Yeah. So what I am saying now, I just I'm just stealing from someone else. But someone said it was a pretty advanced technique that Jake Paul did, where like he looked towards like he looked towards the body uh-huh. and then just had the overhand right um, come crashing in. So yeah, it looked I like mean, he was like, if, he, if like that's Tyron was guarding the body. You could see Tyron was not expecting. He went over Tyron's uh, left shoulder. Just face planted him, and Tyron had to be like. And after it was over, you know, all respect, yada yada yada. They both got paid, good for them and stuff. Um, he, I think he needed that. I think Jake needed that for it to be exciting a little bit, considering the last one kind of sucked. And I guess this, this one, one kind of sucked going this, into it too. This one was uh, what? It went six rounds. Did you actually watch this fight? No, I was seeing Spider Man, and then I got yeah, home. No, that's, and then that's, this that's a better. That's a better yeah. call. Um, but I think it went until the sixth round. It went um, all the way to the sixth. It went all yeah. the way to the sixth. Okay. From from what I've read, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't like an ex- a spectacular fight. It's pretty ho hum. So, yeah, yeah. I, from what I've read, it was pretty ho hum. Um, mm-hmm. up until, you know, Tyron Woodley went timber. Like, uh, I was like, damn, who's that dude? Who's that dude? I always make fun of from uh, Bellator. Then Emmanuel Newton hit him with the spinning back fist that he just King went Mo, down. Like a big King oak tree. Mo, yes. <laughs> when I saw Tyron Willie went down, it reminded me of King Mo's uh, knockout. Dude, I always worry when the guys go like, face, face down like that. Manny Newton. Manny Sanders is the wide receiver yeah. for the – he was a niner at one point. I don't know where he is now. Um, yes. I, whenever, whenever those dudes go like face first into the thing or like they spike themselves or their head, it's really like – when you're out before you go down, those scare me. Because, yeah. like, and, you got to, like, there's an impact. <laughs> and what I don't understand are the people that are saying this fight was fixed. No, 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 no. You see the way Tyron really went down. Nobody is taking You know what it is, man? Down. People think everything is fixed. People think everything is fixed. It is what I mean. We've brought it up here or there before some fights just because we're like, well, maybe. Da, 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 da. But, like, come on, man. No one wants to get it. Tyron really is a father. He does, not need, he does not need money so badly. He's a UFC champion who may... Nice money. He's got other side ventures. He's acting here or there. The man doesn't need this money necessarily. Granted, if you're going to pay Tyron Woodley 500 grand or whatever they did to do this, um, he'll take it two weeks notice. But apparently he's coming off an acting set too. And people, by the way, are just saying like, oh, why doesn't Jake Paul fight somebody more his size? Why would he? Exactly. This is he's, not. That's not the like. I don't, I'm not even blaming the kid. Why? Why would? Why would you do anything different than what's going on right here? He's the number two draw in boxing right now. He's selling out. He's selling out arenas. Mm. He's headlining Showtime boxing cards. He's basically revised Showtime boxing. Who, who the hell was watching that before, dude? So boxing. Why, why wouldn't he? Why wouldn't he just do incremental increases in his competition, or in this case, a lateral? I think know, the people who step. think this is killing boxing don't understand what's happening here. All the MMA fighters are trying to do this. There's plenty of money in boxing right now. These are doing great, these shows. I think Tyron's still going to box Dan Hardy in four months was the plan. Really? I think that was that was what he said he was going to do anyway. He was going to box Dan Hardy in four months. Look, get paid, buddy. Yeah. Get, everybody no, got to get agree. paid. Like, I mean, what, the, the UFC's not paying. The UFC does. The UFC's printing money right now. And it's just like they're making so much off ESPN. It does, Their pay-per-view revenue is like... I think it was like fifteen percent of their of their revenue last year was pay per view. It's all the TV That's rights. Amazing! You know? It's only fifteen percent. That's why. Like, why and would they? Why would they any up for anybody? Just it had to have been like what? Just ten years ago, that was probably a primary source We're of all their revenue. So close. 
to getting me a goddamn subscription-based WWE Network's type things, I think. Give me a version of ESPN Plus that gives me the UFC pay-per-views for, like, how much is ESPN Plus well, right now monthly? Well, they, they, they had a version of uh, the, the WWE Network. It was called UFC Fight Pass. No, but it didn't come with the pay-per-views. Oh, yeah, that's true. I'm still thinking, how much is ESPN Plus? We buy, we buy the entire year. What is it, like, eight bucks a month? Yeah, I think it comes out to about eight bucks a month Look, each. Look, if they charge people between three of us, if they give everybody like if they made it like twenty bucks a month, which is high, but it came with a USC pay per view at least one pay per view every month, that'd be fucking that would work. So here is the only issue I have with that is They're that still... I think that would be great for the UFC. I don't think that would be great for the fighter because I still don't see the fighters getting a real. Big oh, the UFC, I've given up on the fighters getting paid, man. It doesn't yeah. whatever. Dude, by the way, I know we like these, these Paul brothers are generally shitty people. Um, this is not the Suicide Forest brother. This is the other brother, right? Yeah. My understanding is the Suicide Brother for Suicide Forest brother one is not. He has a, he's the one who he's yeah, he's, well, he's, he's aged a little bit in terms of like he's like he's grown up on some level, which well, I don't know if that gets you out like, of there. The, the Suicide Brother one and his name is Logan Paul. Mm. The only real infamous thing he's he really did was that stupid suicide forest thing and like he doesn't even do those well uh, i mean i don't know man I, I i mean whatever it's the other one had guns right which is the one that which is the one that went that they got accused of looting a mall during the george floyd protest was that also anyway I, I this is not me saying they're good that. people this is me saying read the mma fighter news out there okay i can't have a moral stance against these people given how shitty these mma fighters are as people too okay I'm not gonna. We're not gonna pass judgment on what Chael Sonnen did because I'm not sure yet whose ass he whooped. But Chael Sonnen beating up five people, getting five battery charges, made me laugh a little bit. Okay, not for nothing. <laughs> that that's some John Claude Van Damme shit right there. Yeah, shout uh, out I to John. Like, shout out to I John like Jones saying whoop, that. Uh, if you whoop up on five people, like it shouldn't even matter if you started it. You should be able to walk free from that. Yeah. Um, shout out, by the way, to John Jones trying to say like, well, Chael said all this stuff about me. You know, now he's the one getting arrested. And then John Jones said Chael hit a woman. And I'm like, I don't know if that was made clear anywhere here, but okay. And I'm just like, what are you comparing here, John? Which of you are your both shitty people? What's your point here? There, there, there's also, it seems like, all right, obviously, we don't know all the facts here. But hypothetically, in this case, if Chael did, for example, hit a woman, and if this woman was just one of the like six people that were attacking him or whatever, that is still very different than the time he hit a pregnant woman with the car and the time he, I guess we got to say allegedly because those charges got dropped uh -huh. when he whooped up on his fiance. Yes. I like how we're splitting hairs here, but that's what, that's what I'm saying, man. We got shit like this going on. We got anti-vaxxer Jake Shields who is retweeting uh, pictures of women who are holding up signs that say looking for unvaccinated dick. That's a thing. And look, Jake Shields has been a bit of a It's an Amazing favorite, having nothing to do with his fighting style. Much of it coming from the fact that we all saw Jake Shields negotiate a threesome <laughs> in person in a nightclub in Vegas, okay? He could sue us for this, for saying it, but it was great. I'm going to make him, make him look good. It's going to be the best story about Jake Shields ever. <laughs> I, once saw, I once saw Jake Shields curling 50s at a Planet Fitness. Yeah. Jake's got farm boy strength, man. He's in like the middle of nowhere part of Northern well, California. Well, still apparently pillow hands, though, because he's curling 50s but can't knock nobody out. Though. Hey, man. Jake's here for the grappling. He's here for that American jiu-jitsu, he calls it. 
which is just you know wrestling plus jujitsu. I but again, I recognize that I have little string bean arms. Um, so maybe and like all any feats that any athlete does, I would find amazing. But I was still shocked at the fact that he was curling them shits like nothing. Uh-huh. And all I kept thinking was, this man can't bust a grape in a fight. What the hell do people with actual power like curl? Well, I don't think it's even come from the thing, though. I mean, what is it? they always say that the punching power. Quentin Rampage Jackson used to say it comes from my ass. Like, which is a joke, but it's really coming from feet up. The rotation. Yeah, rotation and, and, quick, and all that. Yeah. Quick muscles and yeah. all that shit. Um, anyway. Um, so, yeah. I don't know what we were talking about there. We we're talking about shitty people in this sport. Yeah, this Paul Brothers man, just keep printing money, kids. Do what you got to do. Get paid. People are paying you to do watch this shit. There are far stupider things going on. If so. if if no one's pushing you to fight anyone real and they're still gonna give you a whole bunch of money, why why would you challenge yourself, dude? If you want to fight the the Fury brother next, whatever. If you want to fight Masvidal, okay. I'm not sure you beat Nate Diaz, but then again, the kid's getting yeah. better. I still don't think he beats oh. Nate Diaz. Because I don't think he can knock Nate Diaz out. And I think Nate Diaz is still going to be there beating his ass by the round three when he's exhausted. Oh, man. Jake, keep fighting tomato cans. Apparently, kids. they talked to Anderson. Look, allegedly. No, 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 but no, Anderson Anderson wants, Anderson's a businessman. And Anderson's like, you're going to have to give me a larger bag than this. This is, I'm not, I'm Anderson goddamn Silva. Like, Jake, <laughs> Jake, don't do that to yourself. You need to fight someone not as good as Anderson Silva. Look, he, for, all you kids, for all you kids Tito. out there listening. To all you kids out there listening, look, here's what you need to do in life. Take the easiest path possible, all right? Don't challenge yourself. <laughs> do whatever you can to get the most amount you know, of money man, for the, the least kid amount of effort. Looked, the kid looked yoked. Like, the kid was, you know, all abbed up. I'm just saying. I don't know. Which is funny that, you know, we always thought of Tyron as, like, a big guy at mm. 170. But then you see him next to Jake Paul. It's like, oh, man. Tyron's 5'10", 5'9", I think, maybe. Yeah. I think this kid's over six foot tall. Nate is, I think he's as big as Nate. I don't I don't think it'd be good for him to fight Nate. Um, I think Nate would whoop his ass. But I uh, don't know, man. Like, it, And it's not because I, I don't think, think it's clear. That, I, I don't think, think that Paul is a better boxer than Nate, but I just think that he's probably going to have a solid 20 to 25 pounds on Nate. How big do you think Nate really is? I think Nate probably is around 180. Yeah, exactly. He's around well, 180. This, this guy, Jake just, Paul guy this, is like around like 195. I thought he came in at 188, 189, didn't he? Yeah, he came in at 188. But there was no weight class, was there? I think there, I think there is a weight class because it is it is still a professional boxing match. Oh, okay. Whatever. It, it's, it's not like the um, the Paul Mayweather fight that was an exhibition. Um, we're not, I think no, we're not talking about enough the fact that uh, Floyd Mayweather couldn't put that fucking – the lesser Paul brother away. I, just wanna, I feel we need to bring that up periodically. <laughs> like it just needs to be oh, talked about, <laughs> dude. Floyd Mayweather is like forty-five years old. I don't care. I don't care. Don't care. Don't care, buddy. Come on, man. You could tell he wanted to at a certain point, and he couldn't. And Logan was just getting more and more excited. Like, oh my god, I'm, I'm not gonna lose. <laughs> <clears throat> um, yeah, Tyron got wrecked, but you know what, man? Shit happens. Uh, that went as bad as possible, though. A lot of people saw him get knocked out. Um, I was listening to the co-main event podcast earlier, and Chad Dundas said he wondered if there was any other members of the 2004 uh, University of Missouri um, wrestling team that wanted to get knocked out by a Paul brother next. <laughs> <laughs> Which, um, oh, yeah, so man, nice. that was that made me laugh. Um, I like Tyron quite a bit. Um, that was a disgusting knockout, though. 
maybe you and Dan Hardy put it off till like June. Maybe. Man, give uh, give your head a bit of time. To I mean, up. I know I know Dan hasn't fought in ten years, anything, but you know, Tyron's a smart guy too. Tyron has always been the king of like the smart career move financially. So we'll see. You know, are they going to put him on? Is him and Dan Hardy going to be a main event anywhere? What are they going to put that on? Yeah, it's true. I is mean, going to be co-main event to the next Ball Brother fight? Do, do you do you want to pay for that shit? That's the main event. I don't want to watch them do MMA. Actually, you know, Dan Hardy hasn't hasn't fought in so long. I, I'm curious, but I don't know. Someone's when they're trying to throw money at GSP. Who was that? Was that Triller or Showtime? Was trying to throw money at GSP. Is isn't GSP still? He's the still contracted. Yeah, the UFC stopped though. it. Yeah. He was gonna box De La Hoya, right? Yeah, he was about he was gonna box De La Hoya's coked up ass. I, I, I think I was I was getting ready to pick Vitor over De La Hoya. <laughs> it was gonna be bad. Yo, no lie, that was still the greatest like 15, 20 minutes of this year. When uh, I forgot man. I forgot what fight I think it was the, the Josh Barnett fight that De La Hoya was on there on. Uh, that it was either he, Barnett or like, Frank Mir, one of the two. Frank Mir, it was Frank Mir. I think Barnett. it was Frank Mir. Yeah. That I think if they had just done a close up on Deloya, it would have looked like the goddamn Alpine cliffs under his nose, man. He <laughs> had to have had so much, scar had face, so much snow under his bloodshot nose. eyes, just screaming. <laughs> um. All right. What else happened? Um. Oh, we could talk Black, about the card. Yeah, Black Beast beat Chris Dalkus in a few minutes there in the first round, knocked him out, became the all time leading knockout. I mean, most of I'm running this poorly. Most knockouts in UFC history belong to Derek Lewis now. Yeah, I was surprised to to hear that. Um, not so much because I mean Derek Derek Lewis doesn't win fights by decision. I think the only one he's ever won by decision was the the infamous win over uh, the the current champion. But um, I, I guess I never really realized how long he's been in the UFC and how many motherfuckers he's knocked out. Yeah, but, he's thirteen. I was I knew one of them was Vitor Vitor at twelve. Um, Matt Brown has 12, Anderson, Rumble, and Tiago Santos, the 11. We don't talk enough about Tiago Santos because he went crazy and threatened his wife, <laughs> to be honest. But, uh, Tiago Santos was a fucking killer. Do you remember what I'm talking about here? It's the, um... Tiago Santos, is that the one that has the big hammer on his chest? No, it was the one who, um... It's, no, it's the, it's... Oh, it is that one, I'm sorry. I was thinking, yeah, it is Tiago Santos. I was thinking Tiago Silva. Tiago Santos has been in the UFC for a while. So, Tiago Santos is either engaged or his girlfriend is Yana Kuniskaya. Yeah, I think she either she gave birth or she's pregnant. Okay, That's Tiago okay. Santos. But and then there's three fighters, or the six fighters tied with ten. So Matt Brown's still active. Derek Lewis still active. Tiago Santos still active. Thirteen knockouts, man. That's the most in title fights. Anderson Silva with seven. Yeah, that sounds about right. It's still. <laughs> I watched the fight earlier today, and it's still it's always still surprising to see just how agile Derek Lewis can be for 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 a man that big. Mm-hmm. It's I know he has it in his repertoire because we've seen it so many times in so many fights now, but it's still surprising when he does like a a switch kick to the head or like a roundhouse kick, like how he did it in, in the fight on yeah. on Saturday, and. Yeah, I mean it, it was it was a domination by by Derek Lewis. Um he kept uh, he kept attacking Dawkins and after a while, you know. Did you watch he, it live or did you know you were fucked already at that point? I already watched I already knew I was fucked when I watched it the next day. Yeah. Oh. Um well, I also, he, I also he, definitely he, taunted you all. But yeah. 
he just crumpled. He just crumpled to the multitude of punches that Derek Lewis. Derek Lewis in the off. first round is a dangerous man. If you're not going to put Derek Lewis on the ground, you got to really just like you got to do what like Gon did and just make sure your technique came out the wazoo. He can't get close to you. Uh, Derek Lewis won this fight, won by knockout, threw his uh, cup into the crowd. Oh, so gross! And uh, this is the the PI or whatever it's called, Apex. Apex. So yeah. That person paid a lot of money to catch Derek Lewis's sweaty cup. Um, Derek Dana White said Derek Lewis should keep his phone on as backup for uh, the Nganu versus Gone fight. And Derek Lewis responded saying, fuck you, I'm not defining any five-rounders. <laughs> so... <laughs> I love Derek Lewis. Um, by the way... So, so Derek Lewis basically... Wait, Derek Lewis was contracted for a five-rounder this time. What the hell is he talking about? He's in the beta event. He's, He's not going to do it on one month's notice. <laughs> um... Has by the way, side note, has anything been more mismanaged than fucking Francis Ngannou's title reign by the UFC? Like, how are they it, fucking up this superstar? Right. Now, is this a mess up by the UFC? He asked or for by money. Ngannou? He asked for money, and then they also gave him a, made an interim title fight as punishment for him not agreeing to a title fight on one on six months now six weeks notice or was it or whatever? And he already told them he was going to be on vacation, like he's going to be in Cameroon back in Africa. For the first time since the pandemic or something? Okay. Look, no, I can see, UFC. I can see, I can UFC. see how you say it's the UFC's fault. It's definitely yeah. the UFC. It's always the UFC. If you have a problem with everybody, you're the asshole. Okay? The only time I would say it was definitely the champion was uh, Nico Montana. Uh, Jermaine Durand me did not make, it <laughs> make good decisions either. Oh, yeah. She was a great. All right, we need you to fight Cyborg in four months. Nah, man, I'm busy. Okay. How about five months? Woof. <laughs> <laughs> I got September is real busy, Data. October, man, Data. How does your 2023 look? <laughs> you know. <laughs> um. Anyway, yeah. Um. Worth mentioning though on this card also, Derek Lewis. By the way, doing Derek Lewis things, bouncing back from that loss to Cyril Gone. Um. Which Mike and I were gonna bet money on Cyril Gone, but we got drunk at a wedding. And forgot to bet money. I'm sorry, we're gonna bet on Derek <laughs> Lewis, but we got drunk and couldn't bet in. We couldn't put the bet in on time. Really paid off. <laughs> Saved ourselves some money. <laughs> um, Bilal Muhammad beat Wonderboy, and it wasn't close. It was Wonderboy getting old, buddy. It was a modern from Bell to Bell. I yeah, mean, just that was a big win. Controlled him on the ground. I think. I think. It was, has the, I know Bilal's good, but has the game passed him finally? Is Wonderboy? I mean, but Wonderboy not doing so great recently. I know I these are very lost. good fighters, so I mean I we're not he's sure. Lost, but two of his last three. I thought he lost both of the last two. Did he? Yeah, he lost the last two to Gilbert Burns and Bilal Muhammad. Kind of got dominated in both. Um, I don't know. I mean, he's not that young. He's thirty six or thirty eight years old. He said 30. he wants to fight as long as possible in the UFC. I don't think he can necessarily fight top five fight top five guys necessarily right now. Thirty eight years old. Um, his uh, his two title fights against Woodley were pretty long ago in the future now, yeah. maybe four or five years ago at this point. And, you know, not everyone at 38 can be at top f physical form anymore. And there have been enough fights in the UFC that his karate style might not be as a uh, complex a thing anymore. People have gotten a lot of film on it and, you know. Yeah, you also, man, depends on quickness when you start losing it a little bit. You start getting caught, you know. Yeah. It starts happening. Um, he's a big guy, man. He's six foot tall. 
I can start seeing, if Wonder Woman wants to keep fighting, and he says he wants to keep fighting as long as he can, because he loves this, then you take some five, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of writing off his title hopes here, but like, you know, maybe go to 85, not so much, like take some fights at 85 just for like, if a fun matchup arises, you know, if something interesting is at 85 for you, you think it would be like, I don't know who like, who would be fun, that's like a big guy, like a 185, but it'd be like, I can't even think of who's at 85 right now. That's not, I think, honestly, I think him and Izzy would have been fun, but Izzy's a champion. But, like, someone who strikes, like, also, get, like, a, like, a good kickboxing boxing match. I don't know, maybe have him fight, what's his name again? Uh, Dan, uh, what's his name? Um, Darren Till, if Darren Till loses. To, uh, I don't know. I, I think you got to give him lower rank guys at this point. I think Darren Till's going to be right there after he, if he loses to Uriah Hall, but that's just me. Um, Cup Swanson doing Cup Swanson things. Uh, that was awesome. Just, all awesome. You put Darren Elkins away in the first round is not easy. Darren Elkins is made of like just granite. You know, I saw I saw the Instagram post when Cub Swanson won, and I was still hopeful at that point. Like, oh shit, I got a chance. Mm-hmm. I saw Bilal won, and I'm like, uh oh, uh oh. And I'm looking, and I'm like, wait, wait, Derek Lewis, Derek Lewis. Okay, Derek Lewis won. Derek Lewis won. Okay, <laughs> but I also I I was uh yeah I was uh. I was with my girlfriend, and she was, uh, she's like, do you win? And I said, um, well, let me, uh, Mike would have definitely shit-talked me if uh, <laughs> if he won. It would have already happened. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm not giving you, you know what? I'll believe that for after the podcast. Yeah. Okay, no problem. Um, my, yeah, you wouldn't have let me sleep, though. If uh, You would have let that go if you won. I would have gotten uh, so I'm, many messages. I'm I'm a man of principle and a gentleman here, mm. Bobby. All right, I I I would have talked so much shit. No, I I can't even bullshit you. Um, yeah, I mean, granted, I did fall asleep, but mm. if I had woken up at like, cause I did wake up at like one one a.m. one thirty a.m. on Saturday, mm. if I'd woken up at that time and saw I had won, I would have been wide awake and sending a shit ton of messages and making memes. Yeah. Um. All right. Um, also, that happened this week. Uh, Carlos Sparza is officially next for Rose Namajunas. Well, officially, Dana White says so. It only took about a year and a half. Yeah. Um, the Rose wanted it. Carla wanted it. The US Dana White's like, oh, I guess so. We should get the number one contender title shot. Go figure. What Not that nom- I think Carla's going to win, but, you know, it wasn't close the first time. But Yeah, but it wasn't close the first she time. She earned it. Rose, Rose was like, what? 21 years old at the yeah. time she was a puppy in this rose game. is still like 25 no there's no way rose is like 25 years old. i have no concept of, of time anymore buddy she could that, be she could be 45 that, for all we know that, that pettis that pettis melendez uh ultimate fighter was not just for gilbert's ago. lost like nine fights since then i mean shoot pettis was champion yeah, that's true um anyway um there's nothing going on, really. Um, there's no fight card for the UFC until uh, January 15th. Um, I was looking at the... Uh, yes, Mike? She is 29 years old. Oh, Jesus. Um, there ain't nothing really going on. There's no UFC fight card for a month. Um, yeah. <laughs> Wait, literally a month? Like, January 15th is the next one. Yeesh. It is a long time from now. Yeah. I mean, well, there's, you know, there's the thing. Christmas is a Saturday. New Year's Day is a Saturday. 
And then I don't know why. I don't know what. I'm assuming January 8th is something happening. Um, next is January 15th. Calvin Cater versus Giga Chikadze, which sounds fucking awesome. Straight up. <laughs> that is, sounds like a good time. Followed by Francis Ngannou in, uh, versus Cyril Gaon on pay-per-view. Co-main event being Brandon Moreno versus Davidson Figueroa 3. This is an interesting pay-per-view card. Um, anyway. Um, if, if I may, just one sec. Uh, I started going down the Rose Nabiudis rabbit hole here on uh, on Wikipedia. The first line in her personal life section, Nami Yunus is a Christian and is an anti-communist. <laughs> Someone put that on Wikipedia? Yeah. Anyway. Uh, anyway, I'm trying to see if any MMA fighters have been arrested in the last, uh, you know, the besides, last 45 minutes. Besides Chael going all streets of rage on those guys in Vegas, I don't think so. Do you think? Do you think if Chael was a character in Streets of Rage, do you think he'd be a Cody or a Hager? Or do we need Bark on this podcast to answer that question? Wait, what? Yeah, you don't remember the two characters from Streets of Rage? Cody I thought you were talking about Cody Rhodes and Jake Hager for a moment. I'm like, what the fuck no, is he talking? No, no, I'm no, like, no. what is he talking about? <laughs> Come on, bro. I'm talking about. Bigger. I know. I know Streets of Rage. What's the question? Would Chael be more of a Cody or a Hager? I think he's got. He's not as big as Hager, but he's a grappler. So I'm gonna have to go Hager still, because I don't think he can throw that the, the, the strikes that Cody does. That's a good point. Yeah, yeah. Get him some blonde hair, nice Just, little bushy. Get him mustache. back on some cycles. Get him on a couple more cycles. Let's get you know, <laughs> you know, 100 percent natural. You know, 100 <laughs> percent natural. Let's get Chael back on that shit, guys. Um, I think of Paul. I, I say this again. Jake Paul should fight Tito Ortiz. I'm just gonna say it. That needs to happen. Make it happen, folks. <laughs> you know, if if Jake Paul really does want people to root for him, uh, that would be a time. That would be a time people would fully be behind a Paul brother. By the way, do you remember how happy we were when there was going to be Anderson Silva, J- Tito Ortiz boxing? We're like, wow, this is this is going to be a slaughter. <laughs> it's somehow even more of a slaughter than we imagined. <laughs> like this went as bad as possible for Tito. Tito I, is unconscious. <laughs> I have never been so happy to see someone get their ass kicked before. Um, all right, uh, let's do stuff we like. Um, are we just uh, we're gonna talk about Spider Man, folks? That's what's gonna happen now, here. Do we want to talk about that this week, or do we want to wait for Mark? I feel like we should wait for Mark. What I mean, is, are we gonna miss the cultural zeitgeist, the moment in the culturally? You know what? That's, this podcast that's, is thirty eight minutes long right now. <laughs> we might have to. Decide. Good, that's a good point. Um, yeah, we'll let's talk about, about Spider Man. Okay. Well, first off, before that. Um, in the wrestling moment, I think we should all congratulate Kevin Steen, aka Kevin Owens, on securing the bag. Um, WWE paid this man two to three million dollars per year to not even hit free agency, to not go to a promotion his buddies run, and it's a three-year deal. He's only thirty-seven years old, which I know we said Wonder Boy's old at thirty-eight. That's MMA wrestling. Late thirties when shit's going down for you, buddy. So Kevin Owens is going to get paid handsomely. They paid him that much money, Mike. They knew. He was just, gone. Just to keep him away from AEW. And that's you know what? what that's he, what he, I like to call competition. What you know what also, buddy? Like, I know he didn't hit free agency, but you know he immediately, like, he was talking to his buddies. Like, yo, Matt, Nick, Vince is offering me almost $3 million. And then Matt and Nick went to Tony and said, Tony, 
Do we got? Do we want Kevin Owens or Kevin Steen, if you will? Tony's like, fuck yeah. What do you mean? What? What? Of course I do. Do we want him for almost three million dollars? And Tony said, "Tell Kevin I'll talk to him after they caught him in a year and a half." <laughs> <laughs> you know they're going to somehow. Um, I mean, Braun Strowman. I mean, obviously AEW wasn't really a thing at the time, but Braun Strowman was getting like what two million or two and a half million yeah. a year, and then they they cut his ass. I mean, he must have really. He they really fucked him up too. Um, and by the way, I'm just preemptively saying I am confident Sami Zayn resigned too now. He's on TV far too much to not be getting re- to not be getting paid. And um I hope Sammy secured the bag as well, to be honest. Um congratulations to these guys. That's the nice thing about having another option. People gotta get paid. Yeah. Man. No, that's um, very true. Yeah. And uh I'm I would say Kevin Owens would be if, if you kind of look at him and I just look when I first saw him, I'm like, I was wondering what I would look like as a wrestler. Like he comes out in basketball, like athletic shorts and a sleeveless tee. And I'm like, and he's, you know, a fat dude. And I'm like, yep, this is me. If I got slightly in shape and learned how to wrestle, <laughs> that's, that's it. That's my dude, Kevin Owens. <laughs> um, Yeah. I don't know what else you got before we get into that. Uh, into the, the I guess a, a, a quick personal thing is I, I really like the person who's selling me their, their apartment mm. and i really like them in the aspect that their senility um caused my contract stuff to be uh, postponed by about two or three weeks and because of that my interest rate has gone down precipitously in just a two or three weeks span so shout out to that person whatever your name is yeah mike here is wondering why he didn't buy the 75 inch tv folks that's basically what we're at here mike should have gotten the 75 inch tv i mean kind of yeah man i mean <laughs> I say like a full percentage point in like in just about a month. I think you were just getting fu- honestly. I think you were getting fucked on that first number. So I think it worked out well for you, buddy. Um, all right. I guess I think you know what's sad. Like Stefan's not on the podcast anymore, and I know Stefan's going to see this movie about six times. I already promised him my five dollar Fandango coupon. That they gave find Fandango gave me a coupon, Mike, that expires January seventh. Okay, five dollar coupon. They really want you to go see uh, the Matrix movie then. Oh, uh, Stefan, I think, told me that is essentially a do you want to see Spider-Man again coupon. And I'm like, it's basically, I'm like, you know what, buddy? You can have the coupon. Just let me know. Um, yeah, Stefan loved it. I know Mark saw it too. I didn't talk to him about it yet. I saw it. Uh, you saw it. Um, everybody, um, if you didn't see Spider-Man, um, we're going to talk pretty openly about parts of it here. Um, it's not going to be a big recap or anything. We don't really do that. We're just going to talk about stuff we like and shit. However, but... if you have if you have not seen it, you probably want to stop listening right now. Exactly. Um, thank you all for listening. We'll be back next week where, God, it's going to be entertaining because we're going to have nothing to fucking talk about. It's going to be – maybe we'll rank the best, I don't know, fast food hamburgers. You don't know. That could happen. We haven't done a tournament in a while. I know. Stefan was saying we should do uh, worst, uh, best or worst MMA tattoo. That's got a visual component. I mean, I don't think people enjoyed our best entrance theme one that much either. You know what I mean? There's Frank, no uh, Frank Frank Trigg tramp stamp hands down number one. We don't need to do any more on this. I don't know, man. That guy, uh, what's his name? The do you see Elkins fucking tattoo across his chest? And Fat Johnny Cash by Alan Belcher. That's another one. Um. Anyway, uh, thank you all for listening. But uh, those of you who are not going to be around for Spider Man talk. We'll see y'all next week. All right, Spider-Man, No Way Home. Um, 
I haven't even looked to see the reviews. I'm assuming they're positive. Yeah, uh, that would be an understatement. Uh, pretty much any place that's uh, reputable, they say it's either the best Spider-Man movie or the best MCU movie. Obviously, sometimes with a, a lot of times with this, there's a prisoner of the moment stuff. But yeah. I think I texted to you this weekend uh, best MCU movie as well. So maybe I'm victim really? to this as well. I mean, I, I loved it I, too, but I'm not. Sh- I mean, oh, maybe. I honestly, it was. I think. This movie made you do is one of those movies where you had to have uh it was asking a lot for you to go in with a lot with some of these because like I mean Spider Man but, but at this point all of them ask ask of lot. No, I know outside, it's one of those outside of like what the Eternals this year and um Shang Chi. Well, you know, here's the thing, buddy. This is this isn't like Marvel's conditioned you with all those other movies. This is you saw these other Spider Man movies that may or may not have been good. Um and I was because I was thinking about it and I looked it up because I'm like, man, Toby looking a little bit older. And I'm like, I realized I'm like, huh? He's 47. Well, because I realized I'm like, man, Spider-Man came out when I was 16. I am 35 years old. So I'm like, yeah, I don't blame him. It, and then like, um, I for a brief moment, I thought we'd see Franco. But I'm like, man, he got me too, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that wasn't going to happen. Um, I was reminded how fucking good Willem Dafoe is. And I remember thinking, like, my biggest problem with that first Spider-Man movie when it came out was, like, when they would just cut back and forth between Spider-Man and Gold Green Goblin talking, and they both had masks on, and you didn't fucking see anybody's mouth moving, and it looked like action yep. figures talking. Um, he lost that fucking mask quick in this one. Marvel weren't playing that shit. Spider-Man's not wearing his mask for half of this movie, at least. And the beautiful thing about the fact that everyone knows Spider-Man is Peter Parker is like, eh. He can act Do I really now. need to have my ass? Do I yeah. really need to have my mask on? Yeah, I thought like Willem Dafoe was so good in this. Um, Jamie Foxx, they, you know, they had to give Jamie Foxx something to do. You know, Jamie Foxx was in this, g- doing great. This, yo, all right. First, let, let's go back to Willem Dafoe. I thought his performance this time around as Green Goblin, he was great in the first Spider-Man movie. Yeah, it was, in my opinion, you know, heads and shoulders better this time around, which is really saying something. Um, I thought acting wise, he was the best part in the movie. Uh, Jamie Foxx, that was basically a different Electro character in appearance and in. He was playing Jamie Foxx. Yeah. He was just playing Jamie Foxx. He was playing Jamie Foxx in the Jamie Foxx show, is what it felt like. Like it's what was happening in this one. He was just making jokes, you know, it was just. It was, they marveled him. They marveled, they marveled, they MCU'd him very much. Um, because he played like a fucking nerd. In the first one, that one evil, right? Mm-hmm. Um, shout out though to Alfred Molina though, because people forget Spider Man Two was the best superhero movie out there. For best superhero you know, movie for about three years until um, the Dark Knight came out. No, so wait, was that no? Because that was two thousand Dark Knight two thousand eight. So four years now, because I think Spider Man Two came out in well. Here's the thing: there was a two there was a two month span where Iron Man was out until oh, Dark Knight yeah. came out. There was I remember seeing I remember walking out of Iron Man with my college roommate Christian, and I just turned to him and said, "And I already knew I'm like best superhero movie until Dark Knight comes out because Dark Knight we were sold on based on fucking Heath Ledger in the trailer, like that was it. Like that was that for me is still the best superhero movie. Obviously, if people listen to watched our bracket um, episodes. Um, I thought this really it, it gave me real nostalgia. These movies, yeah, specifically 
Willem Dafoe and Alfred Molina, obviously. Um, the they had Electro. They didn't have Just one one thing. Talking about Willem Dafoe and Alfred Molina, this is some of the best de aging work I have seen yet in any movie with Willem Dafoe and Alfred Molina. Yeah, I, well, it was twenty years. That movie was twenty years ago for Willem. Yeah, I did. I did. By the way, I like the line. That's a meme. I'm a bit of a scientist myself. That wasn't. I mean, look, I never played the internet a little bit, but I was like, that was pretty funny. <laughs> that was that was good. Um, I thought uh, I would have liked more Cumberbatch. I always, I'm, I'm a big Benedict Cumberbatch fan. I'm a, I like Doctor Strange a lot. Um, I was telling you that, like, you know, the basic thing where like these guys would all die if they were sent back, you know, immediately. I was telling you, bro, if my ver- if I was Spider-Man, this movie's 40 minutes long. Because I would have been like, you want me want me to push the button for you? Like, I mean, these motherfuckers gotta go. If, <laughs> if this if you were Spider-Man, it would have been Spider-Man, I'm on my way home. Because yeah. you would have you would have tied this shit up within the first 50 minutes. Yeah. Like, I mean, look, I almost I there was a couple times where I got emotional in the movie. Um when again, this is all spoilered out, so um at this point this is on you. When Aunt May died, yeah. um, I think for, I think for me that was a big one because I honestly wasn't expecting her to die. Like it's Aunt May. Aunt May never dies. She died in uh, Ultimate Spider-Man. Oh, that's the comic book. I think she she did die in Ultimate Spider-Man, didn't she? I read she that book a long time ago. I don't remember the book. Not I don't not the show. Um, in the show, she's awesome. Yeah. Um, that. I think the only reason I didn't cry because part of me was like, it's your fault. <laughs> you talked his ass into this. <laughs> like, this is your fault. Um, the end, though, when he had to say goodbye, it wasn't even to to Mary, to MJ. It was to his boy. Because that's his boy, man. Like, that is his boy. Um, Ned is good. Ned is so good in these movies. Every one of, you know what's nice? Every one of these movies, you need you have the funny, like, buddy, right? Mm-hmm. And for Doctor Strange, the funny buddy is fucking Wong. Like, it's the, an actual hero. <laughs> Which, shout out to... I was so happy when Wong showed up. I knew he would probably be there, but Wong was wonderful. Um, it, it was just great to see him. Nice nice twist that Wong is the Sorcerer Supreme. Yeah. He was a technicality. On a technicality of <laughs> being blipped for five years. <laughs> um, That was... I I just I thought it was just really well done, man. It was it was real long. Um yeah. I just tell my mom likes all these superhero movies, and I was just she's like, What do you think? I'm like, I think I I'm like, I really liked it, but like you gotta remember some stuff. Like, I'm not sure like like when um Spider-Man when Andrew Garfield, Spider-Man, uh saved uh yeah. Zendaya. Is it Zendaya or Zendaya? I think it's Zendaya. Okay. Um the princess of Oakland, by the way, shout out, had to support her, had to go to this movie, support her, just saying, um, when he saved her and he talked about, I mean, they gave us up, they gave people who hadn't seen the movie uh, something when he said, like, I wasn't able to save, you know, Gwen Stacy, but he literally saved her from falling the and exact same way. Like, <laughs> more I or like less. that it's, he basically learned from his mistake with Gwen Stacy rather than just try to like the whip catcher he's like no i actually gotta catch her and then like try to do the rescue yeah so it's almost like him having learned from his previous mistake as a hero 
Yeah, I was uh, when he was telling when um Spider when Toby Spider Man. This is why they had to name the Spider Man in the movie. It's fucking confusing. Um, when Toby Spider Man was telling the story of Ben, you know, the robber, like the guy, you know, and part of me was just like, motherfucker, you had to leave out Bonesaw. You could have said like, after I was wrestling Bonesaw, this guy came and ran past me. Um, it was just really good, man. Overall, it was just you know, I would I would see it again. Actually, I just you know, just long movie, I- but I would see it again. I did see it again. I mm-hmm. saw it on Saturday, and then I saw it on Sunday again with my uh, my brother. Um, and one thing I really enjoyed the second time around is, considering it was still the first weekend, so it was you know still a, you know pretty much everyone in that theater hadn't seen it yet. It was knowing when the beats of you know like surprise were going to happen, and like they were going to introduce someone. And knowing, all right, people are about to lose their fucking minds right now. And so it was nice experiencing experiencing it again twice when, you know, when they showed Matt Murdock, when they showed each of the villains in succession, you know, with Dr. Octopus. Oh, Queen fucking Goblin. Matt Murdock. I got so st- I'm like, oh, shit, Daredevil. <laughs> I, I was the idiot in the theater that when in the first time I saw it, that when the cane got hit down. I yelled out, oh shit. Like as soon as the cane hit down, someone in front of me looked at me annoyed. And then they looked back and they realized why I said that. And the rest of the movie theater just erupted. It was amazing. Oh, by the way, so, this is real quick, but that back to the point I was making, like this movie had a reference to a Netflix series, Spider-Man round one from 20 years ago, Spider-Man round two from about like, 10 years ago like the whole mcu like it and was a lot i mean it's a, it's a these movies just build on top of each other and it's impressive and i like i'm people who didn't see all these movies see it you know what they thought of it is i'm curious too like and they try to give you like hey man mysterio let them you know ratted him out and stuff by the way shout out to hannibal burris fucking stealing <laughs> his onesies right <laughs> mysterio was right <laughs> The students did this. No, they didn't. He did it. Stereo <laughs> was right. Murderer. <laughs> you gave us Mar- Martin Starr, J.B. Smoove, and Hannibal Burris. We're in the movie for two mi- Three a minutes. Minute? Two minutes, a- yeah. Maybe a minute and a half. Fucking killed it. I was dying laughing at Hannibal. Like, I was just like, Hannibal, I love you. <laughs> Hannibal. Like, do you think they just give Hannibal the script and said, Hannibal... Do do what do you this, want, man. Do do it the way you would do it. <laughs> That's what we're going I for. Yo, I don't doubt that. Like in the first Spider-Man movie, when he goes, I don't even know if we should be watching this on account of him being a war criminal. <laughs> <laughs> I, yo, I wonder if that was something that was ad libbed. I just, I feel like they have to be like, okay, this one say whatever you want. Like this, this is the thing. His life is such a small part, but like you have a higher Hannibal Burst for that reason. <laughs> you hand her I mean like I guess J.B. Smooth had more to do in the other movies and Martin Starr had to do a lot in the last couple of movies wait was J.B. Was J. Smooth in the previous ones I think so wasn't he the principal in the other ones no wasn't so. the, the principal was the Asian guy from the first uh, Captain America movie you sure maybe I thought yeah. this, I don't know. We gotta look and see. I thought JB Smooth was in the other one too, because he can't, it, they wouldn't have just thrown him in there randomly. We don't know who he would be. I thought, yeah, because I thought the principal from the first movie was 
supposed to be a descendant of one of the Howling Commandos from uh, from Captain America. I'm looking up J.B. Smoove's filmography. One second. <laughs> he was he was in the he was in the second one. I'm not sure he was the principal, but he was in uh, it. All right. So I don't know what he's. I, mean, I thought he was the principal. Maybe something else. But um, but back to the movie. Um, I'm pretty sure where you watched it. Um, even though all the reports had you know come out, you know, with the leaks that the other Spider-Men were in the movie. My movie theater was still so ecstatic when Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire came on the scene. People were, people were excited when Andrew Garfield showed up. I felt people almost got emotional when Tobey showed up. Yeah, because we're like all of us became teenagers again. Like immediately, I was just like, "Oh shit, I'm 16 years old again." I remember in my head, part of me. By the way, they really should have played that fucking hero song. From the first Spider-Man movie, nah, you know what I'm talking know. about. They should have played. Been... No, they should have played the theme song from the second Spider-Man movie. The Vindicated. That oh god! Oh god! Uh, my friend, I like Eddie. that. I like that. Eddie, God bless him, who drew our logo. Fucking dashboard conventional. Is that, is Eddie would sing this right. fucking song. Okay, <laughs> Vindicated. <laughs> Just angsty as hell. Selfish. Dude, do you, I, don't know. I remember that hero song from the first one. The music video is just splicing in. Walking. Yeah, it was a guy from uh, Saliva, and saliva. Uh, it was Nickelback so guy and Saliva guy. You don't know Saliva? Oh. Saw no. Click Click Boom? No. That's what happens when you grow up in the suburbs and you grew up in the city. You miss out yeah. on Saliva. Well, brown care for the Heights. You think I've heard of a band <laughs> called fucking Saliva? You know the song Click Click Boom? Uh, Maybe. Okay. Afterwards, folks, we're going <laughs> to... Mike's going to learn about Josie, okay? We're going to learn about Josie a little bit. Um, But yeah, I was just like... And I, I know you couldn't put Franco in it, but part of me is like, are we going to get Franco? Because they're saying he dies. Are, they like, are we going to get, like, you know, are we going to get his, we're going to get Harry or not? Like, I didn't expect, I didn't expect we'd get, you know, Kirsten Dunst or anything, but like, that was, that was just, it, that that really did a lot for me. I know a lot of people didn't like the Garfield ones. Um, You still there, buddy? Your camera froze. Uh-oh. Uh, looks like we've lost Mike for a moment here. See if we can get him to come back. Um. Anyway, um, as I try to get Mike back, uh, I'll just keep talking while I ramble here, folks. But yeah, uh, I think a lot of people weren't positive about uh about Garfield's movies with Emma Stone. And um, I think Dennis Leary was in the first one. I think the bad guy was a lizard. I don't honestly. This is why Mike needs to come back here, and I'm struggling here to remember um, what exactly uh, the bad guy was in the first Spider-Man movie. But they didn't have. So I don't think people had as positive a reputation, a positive opinion of Andrew Garfield as. Uh, as Spider-Man. That was not as beloved a you know, we only had two movies. People really didn't like the uh the second one, it seemed like. Um the first one people seemed to be down with. All right, buddy, he's back. Mike, can you hear me? Hello, Mike. Mike, Mike, Mike. Okay, this is going well. 
I'm just going to keep talking then. Um, it was nice to see, though, Andrew Garfield get his flowers for this right, version of Spider-Man. Yeah. I had to just ramble about people not liking Andrew Garfield Spider-Man movies, Mike. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, you hear me? Nope. Can't hear me. Huh? This is going well, folks. All right. Now I'm back. Okay. You can hear me? Yeah, I can hear you now. All right. I was saying that it seemed like people really didn't enjoy the Garfield movies. Um, and I think a lot of that was, I think he kind of had a bad place to start because people really didn't like the third Toby movie. Um, and I, was the was Lizard the bad guy? Bad Lizard was the bad guy from the first Garfield Yo, movie, right? I had completely forgotten that the main. I was bad trying guy to remember for the first yeah. Spi- Amazing Spider-Man movie was the Lizard. But I, you you are hitting on something there that I think one of the th- reasons why people had such a bigger connection with Tobey Maguire's one. I mean, outside of the X Men, which had really started the like, oh, superhero movies can be good again. You know, after the dearth that was like you know, Batman and Robin and, you know, Blade was a comic book movie, but people really didn't equate it as a comic book movie, like in the late 90s, early aughts. Um, You know, Spider-Man was the true first, like, blockbuster superhero movie since, like, Batman Forever. Um, So, you know, people connected, I think, more of a certain age with the Tobey Maguire movies. And, all in all, they were still they were better movies, um, at least the first two. Mm. And as you say, like that third Spider-Man movie wasn't great, and then they rebooted it within like what two years? Yeah, that was the thing, man. Also, like we had a third Spider-Man within. Like, I mean, that was so we had three franchise starting Spider-Mans within like twelve years, right? About 2014, yeah, 2015, I think. Because I think Spider-Man three came out in. Maybe 2008, perhaps. And Amazing Spider-Man, I think, came out in, like, 2010, 2011. Mm. Yeah, so... No, I mean, like, think about, like, Toby became Spider-Man in 2002. Garfield probably in, what, 2009? When was... It was after Social Network. It was after Social Social Network, so I think it was 2010 or 2011. Yeah. Then fucking, what's-his-name became Spider-Man in, like, 2014 or 2015? Garfield, what's his name, um... Tom Holland. So I think Civil War came out in 2016, I mean, you have th- maybe? Three different people playing uh, Spider-Man. And, like, he might... I mean, here's the thing. Like, it's, now with the MCU, it's different. I I mean, I'm not the comic book guy that, you know, Steph is. But I always thought the most popular characters Marvel has are the X-Men and Spider-Man. It's not an accident that those were the first two yeah. franchises. You know, with DC, I always thought it was Superman and Batman obviously not an accident that those were the two franchises too you know what i mean yeah, and 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 it's not it's not surprising that when marvel was uh, almost almost went bankrupt in the mid mid 90s when they sold off when they had to sell off a bunch of their uh, movie rights for for a lot of the characters it's not surprising that the two most valuable ones were spider-man and the x-men you know i mean which, the fact that marvel built this thing on the backs of on the back of iron, iron man, man. Yeah, which is just the alcoholic, r- rich, you know, they're they're alcoholic Batman basically, more or less. Like, I mean, I, I mean, sh- we say this a lot. Shout out to fucking Robert Downey Jr. and John Favreau. I know everybody. I mean, Kevin Feige is awesome, but this whole shit was like they set the tone on these. The whole tone of every movie came from that first one. 
Yeah. You can watch that first movie and the same tone exists all throughout. Fucking 16 years later. So, the movie was awesome. I, the same guys directed all three of these movies, isn't it? Is it John, all John Watts? John Watts, yeah. Yeah. Um, but I'm, I'm interested to see what the next three movies are going to be. Um, if I'm right, I think the president of Sony has already talked about that there is going to be another trilogy of Spider-Man movies with uh, Tom Holland. Did they pull him out of the MCU with that no. ending of the movie? So no, no. I mean, they, like the, the storyline-wise, did they make it so? Yes. None of them know who he is. Well, they don't know who they don't know Peter Parker as Spider-Man. They just Spider-Man still exists, but no one knows who Peter Parker is. Yeah, okay, I was asking you about this because, like, and I wasn't me looking for plot holes, but I legitimately was like trying to figure out what are the rules here with Peter Parker not existing because, like, Happy said he knew Aunt May through Spider-Man still. And then, like, Zendaya had the, the thing on her eye, and we just kind of fast forward. I'm like, did they just all of a sudden stand there? They're like, yo, why are we in the sta- why are we at Statue of Liberty? Why is Statue of Liberty, yeah. and why is this dude swinging away? Like, wh- I guess, like, I mean, that part's not as important, but, like, I was trying to figure out where's the, like, how do they think they became friends, Zendaya and uh, how MJ and Dad became friends? You know what I mean? Again, so, like I, I, this is—I I, I don't think, think this is a plot hole. It's just like I—that's I, not as important as like how do the what? Where do the Avengers stand on this? Like, does this guy just show up to fucking uh, the Sanctum Sanctorum, whip off his mask, and say, yo, "It was me," you yo, know? So my name is Peter. Yeah, I'm the guy that helped you in space because he so, went to his shitty apartment. That was important. That was very important. For that Spider-Man. is very. That is very key. Spider-Man. Yeah, that is right key. There. Spider-Man is getting to the shitty apartment. Okay. It's a big part of every Spider-Man game, too. All right? Get to that shitty apartment. <laughs> so, but I don't know. I was trying to figure I, out what I the think, rules were. <laughs> I, I think one of the things, movie-wise, what this does is, well, I mean, you ain't go, you're not really... I don't think you're going to see people calling Peter for help in New York City, you know? Because no one knows who the hell he is. Mm-hmm. No one knows who Spider-Man is. They kind of had to. They really, like, fucked the concept of him, like, uh, you know, he, like, everybody knowing him is a problem. It's for the type of character he is. You know what? I'll, actually, I didn't like a little bit. I didn't like. I know that what's his name is basically Alex Jones. They made it Alex Jones, uh, J. Jonah Jameson. Yeah. Did you not like that they Alex Jones them? I think Alex Jones got satisfaction out of this. You know what I mean? I think he got, especially when when they did the supplement thing. Yeah. And that was the part where I was just like, "This is funny." For all of us who understand this man is a fucking grif- grifter. But like, they, I mean, if I'm him and I owe how many million dollars to the Sandy Hook families or whatever he owes them, right? He gets some satisfaction of like, I just went up here and ran my mouth and they put me in a fucking Spider-Man movie. They took a legendary character like J. Jonah Jameson. A goddamn Oscar nominee is up there half playing me. Yeah. He's it, J. It, Jonah Jameson. You know what I mean? That part... A little bit of it, it was it was hilarious, you know. They, to be they clear, basically but, did in in a way like it, it did have a very big Infowars uh, feel to that yeah. uh, movie set. Was that new set? Because if you ever re- uh, watched the cartoon, Ultimate Spider Man, I don't know if you have. Um, you should, by the way, you personally. Mike. I think I think, you- I think I have. I just can't remember. Is that the one where Peter Parker has a mole? Mm, it's the one where it's the one that's vi- it's made by the Batman people, the people who made Batman animated series. Um, 
but it's very 2020 and like he's is, got a whole that, crew oh is like that the all, one where like luke cage goes to school with him yeah luke and, cage uh, and um and nova goes to school with him you, you you watch that show and you wonder where the fuck is nova and all these things nova's awesome nova's so good in the video games too <laughs> um it's really good and uh gambino's in it in the second season when they do uh spider-verse with miles morales he voices right. miles morales which just for that i thought it's pretty it's a good series but they have J. Jonah Jameson doing the same thing, though. He's on the big Times Square thing, and he's ranting and raving. He's more O'Reilly, I'd say. Mm-hmm. This one was more like... I mean, both of those are pretty problematic. I know, but at least, like, I don't know. Maybe it's just like... Actually, it doesn't matter. What am I complaining about? It was it was still great. It was hilarious. Um, by the way, when, when Aunt May was trying to convince this dude, like, everything was like, no, this was all worth it while she was dying. I'm like, it really people probably died but... in this building. Besides you, <laughs> like, like you broke Happy's house. <laughs> I like. I agree with you, man. It wasn't worth it. Like that was not Peter's responsibility. Like, yo, send the motherfuckers home. Yeah. Like, also, they didn't ice those dudes. They died. Like he didn't. I uh, first of all, Doc Ock killed himself. Do you remember the movie? They didn't bring that up. Obviously, Doc Ock took the power. He saved Doc Ock at the end of. They retconned that part. He's remember that he took like yeah, the chip yeah, yeah. broke. Um, and he brought he brought that fucking energy ball into the in Hudson River. Where I don't know where they were. Okay. Um, I don't remember. I mean, fucking what's his name killed himself. <laughs> um, the uh, green uh, green goblin. Oh yeah, he so Toby did that sweet flip. I legitimately don't remember what happened to Lizard. Lizard I don't think he died. All right, so no, all of them didn't die because the lizard was captured. Yeah. Uh, Sandman sacrificed himself. We haven't talked, Sam, by the way, about Sandman fra- sacrificed himself. Uh, Electro actually never found out Peter Parker was Spider Man, at least in the movie's continuity. I don't remember the movie that well. Did he die or he just he went back to normal? They fried him back to normal. Yeah. So they mm-hmm. kind of changed how these all ended. But the only one, got, first of all, the ones who would have died, magic, baby. fucking had to go. Um, the one part that was weird was when Green Goblin stabbed Spider Man, and part <laughs> of me was, was just that like, that was funny. I part of me was like, he just had to get that, that in. Like, that was funny <laughs> that like you're thinking, oh my god, they're about to kill Tobey Maguire, and then two minutes later, ah, I've been stabbed before. That was the best line of the movie. I've been stabbed before. Okay, second best line. The first one is Mysterio is right, murderer. That was the best line. Of- <laughs> um, one thing, one thing I pre- I really appreciated from both uh, Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield mm-hmm. as as a man in his mid thirties with back problems as well. Where they had that whole part about like back, Toby was uh, there trying to stretch out his back and Andrew's <laughs> like, oh, do you got that middle back thing as well? Oh yeah, from like all those years of swinging. <laughs> I did like the part that they kind of made reference to people not liking Andrew Garfield Spider-Man where he's just like, man, you've been to space. You fought an alien. I just fought a, a Russian in a rhino costume. Which was that what was coming through? One of the guys looked like it was like when they were like to talk about yeah. the monsters coming through. It looked like fucking rhino there, yeah. right? Uh, they uh, with those silhouettes. There was Rhino. There was a uh, Scorpion. There was a uh, uh, Craven the Hunter as well. People thought the Craven was coming and it was going to be in this. It was going to be this movie or the last movie. Yeah, they thought that people originally thought that it was going to be Craven that was the main character, like the main villain for this movie. Like, oh well, like he's going to be on the run. So who else would you get but Craven? Dude. I do like that, like, some of the bad guys. I was talking about this one, like, uh, the second Spider-Man movie came out, the Mysterio one. 
some of these bad guys are like level one or two in the video games. Like Mysterio is like a level two bad guy. Yeah. The first boss you face in any of these Spider-Man games is either no, fucking it's Electro. Only Mysterio or Electro, yeah. It's Electro or what's the other guy who's just same as Electro? The other um the Shocker. shocker? Yeah. Same shit. Okay. <laughs> you it's always in a fucking subway too. When <laughs> you fight that guy. He's always he's always underground. I don't you know. Do, I thought it was. You, you it was do gotta appreciate though. that with the Homecoming movies, the first two, it was fucking Vulture, and as as you said, fucking Mysterio. Like, mm-hmm. I like I remember when Homecoming was coming out, when and you find out the main villain's gonna be Vulture. You're like, how's this gonna be good? He was like, so good though. Yeah, it was very um, good. Michael Keaton's such a good actor. Did he die? And he got arrested. No, he, he got, got arrested. arrested. He yeah. got arrested. He knows. Oh, I guess he doesn't know Peter's Spider-Man anymore. <laughs> he did, though. He did. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. He was just going to keep quiet, right? Yeah, he just kept quiet. Um, I liked when they talked about... Um, he wished by... What's his name? Was hoping for a black Spider-Man? Uh, uh, Jamie Foxx's character. Jamie Foxx. And I was just like, are we just teasing Miles... Are we ever going to get Miles? Because we got Miles teases in the first one, too. Yeah. We literally had fucking Uncle Aaron in the first one. You had Aaron say, Aaron webbed up, say, hey, hey, Miles, I'm going to be in the league. That was, that was, uh, I mean, he's too young. If they're going to do the same universe, like, he's got to be, unless they're going to do, like, he's, unless, if they're going to be both in the same universe, Spider-Man's too young to have Miles Morales around. Yeah. Yeah, because I mean, Peter right now in, the, in that continuity in twenty twenty three is he's still just seventeen, right? So if you're I think, gonna, I have, think we're gonna have, I think we're gonna have an age jump in the next one. I mean, uh, yeah, but if you're gonna have an age jump, that would mean the rest of the MCU has to have a time jump as well. What's next, Doctor Strange? Right? That was um, weird, right? by the way. The second credit scene was just a trailer. Yeah, yeah, I, I didn't. I like mean, that. I was fine, but I was just like, I kind of was hoping for like. A scene? You're, you're used you're used to certain things with your mid credit and your end credit like scene, all right? And you don't want a trailer, all right? You go to YouTube for a trailer. Yeah. And look, I knew we were I knew we were gonna get something with Wanda, I kinda thought, to be honest, given like what happened in uh WandaVision. Mm-hmm. Um I do like connecting these shows more. You kinda you kinda know which ones are the shows that mattered. Cause like I kinda got the when what's it called was over, when Winter Soldier and uh Falcon was over. I'm like, none of this. This could have just not happened. Well, you you can't really. I got yeah. More or less, like because, he became yeah, I, he became more. I was or gonna less. say I was gonna say well he became Captain America, but he already you kind could, of could have presumed that. Yeah, you could have presumed that from Endgame when I mean Cap Loki relevant shit happened in Loki. Yeah, relevant shit happened in uh. Although Wonder here's Vision. here's the thing with Loki. The fucking universe is cracking apart, and that was like. Three movies and like two shows ago. No, it's that that? only been one movie since that, or two movies since then. Really? And one of them was one of them. Black Widow was a prequel. Wait, when did Loki came out in? That was the last one. And the Loki came out in the spring, right? Yeah, and there's only been one movie since then. What are you talking about? Shang Chi, Eternals, and Spider Man. What is Eternals sent? Did anybody see Eternals? I saw Eternals. Okay. Yeah, Eternals, like, I, 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 Eternals is set after the time jump. Okay. Because Shang-Chi is, is set after the time jump? Shang-Chi, yeah. 
Did it make reference to the blip in that at all? It could have been not. Uh, I don't remember, but at the end, you do see like uh, you do see Captain Captain Marvel and uh, Hulk with the arm still in a sling. So it is after the blip. Oh, that's true. Okay. What's it called? Wasn't Black Widow. Black, Black Widow was before. Black Widow was between um, Civil War and uh, Infinity War. No, yeah. Yeah. I mean, and what's it called right now is after the blip, Hawkeye. Hawkeye seems like right now. Hawkeye? This, like this I, week. So I think... <laughs> it's for Christmas. So I think the episodes of Hawkeye are happening right at the end of Spider-Man Homecoming. I'm, of, of They're Spider- in New York. No, of Spider-Man No Way Home, because I'm assuming it's the same Christmas season, the same year. This is where it gets difficult with the shows and stuff. It gets difficult. By the way, since we're talking about it, fucking Kingpin is in that. Oh, awesome. yo, I cannot wait for I cannot wait for. Wednesday. Are we going to get full on Daredevil with uh, that dude or not? Like he's going to be actually Daredevil. I mean, the dude, the dude caught that brick. When are we getting? When are we getting the X Men? I don't think that's anytime soon because, at the very least, when that's a they, big undertaking. When Marvel had their upfront, they didn't they didn't have any slots for the X Men yet, like any release dates. So Fantastic Four, though, how about that? That's coming. That's coming up in like a year. Or when two. are we? The next big bad is Doctor Doom, right? Is he a big enough bad? That's because the movies made him look like a bitch. Every video game is Doctor Doom as the bad guy. I don't know. I, I don't think... They made him look like a bitch in both Fantastic Four movies. Well, I didn't actually... Oh, yeah, all three. I don't even remember. Honestly, the third one was so bad. The the one with Michael B. Jordan and Kate Mara. Yeah, that wasn't great. That Bro, wasn't they didn't great. leave a room for the entire movie. That's a good point. The best part of the movie for me was Dirty D playing their dad. And that made no reference to anybody who was in Pootie Tag. They're going to say it's the guy from fucking uh, House of Cards. I'm like... Fucking dirty D. Yeah, well, no one remembers people from shitty movies, Bobby. Pour one out for Dirty D. First of all, put some respect on Pootie Tang's name, okay? It, it deserves no respect. We've talked about this before. Just because you're a, a shit loser, movie. Mike. Just because you're a loser. Hey, <laughs> hey. No. Loser um, with a good opinion. You got anything else we want to talk about? We've been rambling for a while, but I mean, fucking anything else about this movie? I did most of the talking, and then you got lost internet, so I feel bad. So I was rambling a bunch in here, too. Uh, If you want to go back and listen to me, I'm not going to cut it out. Me rambling for about three minutes while saying, Mike, no? Okay, I'm still talking about Garfield. Mike, you back? All right, I'm talking about Garfield. (laughs) I hope you you gave us some good material during the time when my internet connection crapped out. But Uh, I guess the the last thing I just want to say is... And this is something I saw in a in a YouTube video um, yesterday. Was someone who described it as these three Spider-Man movies, and I guess all the movies that Tom Holland has been in as Spider-Man. These have all been his origin story to get to the Spider-Man that we all know and love, the one that's down on his luck. His life is kind of shit, and he does the right thing, even though it fucking sucks. And I guess I could I, I, I understood that sentiment and thinking about it. I mean, if there's been one critique about Tom Holland's Spider-Man um, up until this movie is that he's been Iron Man Jr. You know, he's been a Spider-Man that we haven't really seen in the comics before or in any of the 
movie adaptations before where this Spider-Man had a nice full life. His life was happy. He had friends. He had a uh, he was doing great in high school. He was just a happy go lucky kid who was Spider-Man. That ain't the case anymore. He has given up everything um so that he could save uh you know so that he could uh save I guess save the world, although technically it was kind of his fault that he had to do all that, but whatever. Um but we've gotten to the point now where you know he's he's kind of down on his luck and he's still just trying to do the right thing which is what you expect from spider-man um either in the comics or in traditionally most of the movies yeah why so, do people not why do people so very not like the garfield one uh why did they like they didn't like, they didn't like him i don't was know, he too pretty i don't know if it's that people didn't like him i think it's an extension of the movies weren't very good I thought Spider. I thought I Garfield thought they were was okay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You don't want okay in in, in a Spider. Well, we're coming off for shit. The third one was so bad. <laughs> but in my opinion, I thought he was a great Spider-Man. He was we, very he, emo. Spider-Man was Spider-Man three. Garfield was a very quippy Spider-Man, which I really enjoyed. I think he wasn't a great Peter Parker. He was too cool. He was too cool to be Peter Parker. I thought um, Peter Parker always had jokes and shit, though. And he's no, always, no. you know. But no, Spider-Man always had jokes and shit. Peter Parker is not supposed to be cool and, like, have that type of coiffed hair. And, mm -hmm. like, it, it, he, as as Peter Parker, I thought he was just too handsome and too cool. Um, Martin Sheen so, was a good Uncle Ben. Yeah, Martin <laughs> Sheen was a good. Martin Sheen was good. But he told Gwen Stacy, ah, oh, he got pictures of you. <laughs> They get good actors for these movies, man. I'm just saying, even like the ones that don't work, even like the non MCU necessarily. What like Martin Sheen and Sally Field were Uncle Ben and Aunt May. In those right? Yeah, yeah. And then Dennis Leary was uh, Captain Stacy. Captain Stacy, yeah. He was good too. Dennis Leary plays copper firefighter, just <laughs> you know, semi alcoholic Irish copper firefighter. He's got goddamn let's, nails. Let's also not forget that Andrew Garfield he makes a promise. To a dying Captain Stacy, hey, you're gonna leave my daughter all of this, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Next fucking homeroom period. Yo, fuck that shit, yo. Yeah, you see how she gave me that look. <laughs> <laughs> she gave me that look. <laughs> uh, but it was kind of weird, by the way, when they made Emma Stone, who I realize I don't, I think she actually is a blonde naturally, but she's famous for being a brunette or being a redhead at the time. She's not playing Mary Jane. I remember thinking like. It's an interesting choice. <laughs> like, and funny was... enough, they uh, they filmed scenes with Shailene Woodley as MJ for Amazing Spider-Man Two and cut all of them. Uh, yeah, go she, figure. She, she's like her husband. She anti-vaxxer too. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, she real crunchy, man. She real crunchy. She's <laughs> real. She's real granola, son. Yeah, she's real crunchy. <laughs> Olivia Munn ended up with a fucking alcoholic John Mulaney. <laughs> might have dodged a bullet still. <laughs> Dodge a bullet not getting the fucking NFL MVP because he's a nut bar. <laughs> All right, the podcast is off the rails, folks. Mike and I are going to go back and watch the gif of the guy spilling his 75-ounce soda all over himself. <laughs> Actually, I would pull that shit up right now. Do you think Nate Diaz said boo? <laughs> no, I think he... If it's Nate Diaz, he probably said boo, motherfucker. Do you know what's interesting? Dana, I saw a headline saying Dana White saying he thinks Nick Diaz shouldn't fight anymore, probably, but might, maybe shouldn't fight anymore. 
And I, immediately my <laughs> reaction was, thank you, Mike. No, Gcash is where Nate, Dana White said um, uh, he thinks maybe Nick Diaz. Nick shouldn't fight anymore. And I saw the headline, and I was just like, oh, man, Nick's, Dana's probably negotiating, trying to negotiate money, right? But then I read it, and Dana's like, I don't think Nick likes this. He says, you know, so he says, I always tell people the key to happy life is making sure you love the work you're doing. Yeah. He says, Nick does this like a person who hates their nine to five who sits in traffic. And I'm like, that's an oddly reasonable thing this man just said about Nick Diaz. <laughs> I mean, he's known Nick Diaz for what? Almost 15 yeah. years, 20 years at this point. Um, also, I, I'm, I'm rewatching it again. It is pretty funny how far up that that liquid goes when the guy it looks like it looks like an ocean it like <laughs> it looks it looks like a fucking like a like a skit or like it's almost doing a spit take and like a bucket of water goes flying instead it is the funniest shit um how do you repost something on it's i'm like put that on the it's i'm amazing instagram for the love of god somebody's got to do something here put it on the it's i'm amazing instagram <laughs> figure uh, that out uh, i got you um, we haven't posted anything there in God knows how long, but God, that's <laughs> um. Uh, final thing, I guess I'm supposed to watch Venom. I guess I should watch yeah, Venom. I guess. I guess. Yeah. I Did guess you watch either of them? Oh, I, I tried watching the first Venom, and I just fell asleep. I didn't. So allegedly, um, people in Canada are able to watch Venom on Netflix. I, I've heard they're good movies. Like I haven't heard bad things about. Them. I think I think Steph saw the first one. He's like, yeah, it's okay. It's fine. Um, I think, but yeah, um, look, I'm just fucking people. You know how a VPN works. Canadian Netflix. Yeah, <laughs> they, I, don't think, I don't think you need to be. Uh, yeah, yeah you, hey, if you guys want to know what Netflix has different shit, go to Unogs, U-N-O-G-S dot com. You look for a movie, it tells you which net, which country is showing, you know, that, uh, the, the thing there. I guess the second Venom just came out, though, like more too recently. You can't like, it's not streaming. You got to like rent it. Yeah, I think so, it came out September. Perhaps. Um, next week we're probably gonna talk about the Matrix. Yeah, I got to buy my that, ticket for that. Is that you going? Yeah, bro. Oh wait, yeah, you told me. You we had this conversation where you could just sit Sorry. at home in your underwear and watch Matrix. Yeah, <laughs> I'm actually gonna do that. Forgot about that. Um, is that Thursday or Friday? I believe it's on the seventeenth. So which? No, wait, not the seventeenth. Seventeenth is like two days ago. Yeah. Uh, I believe it's on the twenty fourth. So Friday. It's Christmas Eve. I think so. Not even like I thought. Maybe Thursday at least. Thursday's the twenty third. Okay. I I like Keanu. Um, those I hope people other people remember when the second and third Matrix movie came out and broke all of our hearts with how bad it was. It's so bad. So bad. Let's just make John Wick four instead, huh? Is it too late? (laughs) John Wick. We're we're gonna get that as well. You know. We're gonna get that. Oh. Fucking um, Danielson and Hangman went an hour, and that was awesome. That's all I got for you. Yeah, they went a whole ass hour. That was incredible. Okay, anyway, we're, we're, we're Mike and I are gonna talk about wrestling offline. Thank you all for listening to the podcast. We really appreciate it as always. Um, if you guys enjoy us babbling about nonsense, the next few weeks are for you. We'll try to make it fun. We always do. Um, I know some people tell us they like the ones where we're just you know bullshitting. You know, for the most. I think I it becomes know. more natural, quite frankly, more comfortable, conversational. I think we did um, a lot of babbling this episode. Oh, dude, especially when you would disappear and I was just rambling for like four minutes there straight. I'm not taking it out. That's, 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 people need to know. Um, 
Uh, if not, if you want to wait for the MMA content, wait for John Jones to get arrested again and listen to the episode after that, or just, you know, the one before the next UFC card, um, which will be in like two, three weeks. Um, I guess it's maybe three weeks because if the card's January 15th, January 10th or whatever, we'll have the episode where we do our previews for that. Maybe it would have been smart for Bellator to put on a card right now. Maybe one. I don't know. People would have talked about it. Come on, son. As Why are they avoiding these fucking if, holidays, if, man? There's 75 watching, bowl games. As if I'm watching Bellator. Come Dude, there's on, 75 bowl games. There's a fucking NFL game every other day. Is there a reason they're avoiding the next three weeks? I'm not sure. Yeah. Anyway, thank you all for listening. I was Dr. Law. That was Lavender Gooms. DJ Mark will be back next week, hopefully. See y'all later next week. Peace out. See ya.